Hey everyone, welcome back to the Glass Seeds Podcast. This is our show where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Vidi. My name is Mernal, and this week in hockey, the big story that everybody's talking about is Mr. Jordan Cairo in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. Yep. We're going to be starting with that story, and then we got a few uh, coach firings, a few roster moves that we got to get to as well. Mm-hmm. But let's start out in St. Louis. Yeah. Jordan Cairo. Yeah. Was, um, let me give you the quick summary, sure. actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so last week on the episode, we talked about how St. Louis coach Craig Berube was fired. Um, we talked... Scapegoat. Kind of a scapegoat. Issue with the Blues is more roster construction, mm-hmm. and they're competitive. They're fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah. But anyway, Craig Berube was fired. Um, after he was fired at the next uh, game day in the morning, Cairo was asked about his relationship with Craig Berube. Uh, his comment, he said... I've got no comment. He's not my coach anymore. That night when the Blues were playing, Cairo was booed all game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when he touched that puck or, you know, even in warmups, I think. Even in warmups, whenever he was on the ice. Yeah. And the Blues won that game. Cairo had an assist. Yeah. And still, he's getting booed. Yeah. So um, after the game, obviously, reporters asked about it, uh, his comments then. I obviously respect Chief, Chief being Craig Berube, said Cairo. He's been my coach the whole time I've been here at the NHL level. I respect everything he's done here. He's done a great job. He won a Stanley Cup, right? All I really meant in my previous chat with Rutherford was I'm trying, just trying to focus on my future and focus on what I can do to help my team win. That's all I really meant. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys watch the interview, he was kind of tearing up. He's very emotional, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially seeing that reaction from the St. Louis fans. And then at the next game, Kairu puts up three points and was cheered very loudly the whole game. Yeah. So some controversy with his initial comments that he had to clarify and a lot of emotion shown by Jordan Kairu. Yeah. I hate the fact that he even had to clarify this because, I mean, I, I get it. Um, as, as a guy who played for the coach and he says, he's not my coach anymore, I got no comment, you should kind of know what that means. It just means there's nothing I can do about it. There's literally nothing I can do about it. It's in the past. I'm trying to look towards the future. How many times have we gotten that answer, that exact answer verbatim from hockey players, when, especially when a coach has got fired? I'm pretty sure McDavid said this earlier this year mm-hmm. when Woodcroft was fired. Nobody booed him. Yeah. You, know, you don't boo Connor McDavid, right? Yeah, but you don't boo the guy who puts up three points in, in, on your team that is offensively struggling yeah. too and honestly we talked about roster construction jordan Kyrie is one of your best players yes. right now i can't believe uh, yeah i was shocked if it was just some plug fine i get it sure but this is like your star player and you're you're booing i don't know if it was some plug you wouldn't have been asked yeah yeah exactly i was like i don't know this this was left a really bad taste in my mouth and yeah i i i think the st louis fans were completely out of pocket on this one yeah i mean I will never tell fans not to be vocal. You know, it's one of the best things about sports is when you voice your um, being upset or whatever, right? But uh, I think you're right in the sense that, you know, we preach that, or I shouldn't say we, but in general, hockey preaches that hockey mindset of it's over, move on. Yes. Right. And this is exactly what he was trying to do. And imagine if he had said something else, right? Mm -hmm. Like what if he said, oh, yeah, they shouldn't have fired him or... You know, I, I don't believe in this new guy. You're undermining the new coach before he even has a chance to do anything, right? Yeah. Of course he's not going to say that. Yeah. I mean, I think this was a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation for Cairo. And um, I, I just, again, I don't know how much I agree with the, the firing of the coach to begin with. That's fine. But 
how yeah it just blows my mind that he he says exactly what you want to hear from fans um and 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 you boom Mm-hmm. And, and then he just, he absolutely helps your team win. And then all of a sudden you switch up so fast. I don't know. This is just, I think the only person that's in the wrong here are the fans, the St. Louis fans really? that boot him. Yes. Uh, I don't think anyone's in the wrong here. No, I, I actually think they're in the wrong. Yes. I mean, I can understand Craig Berube. He got St. Louis's first ever cup. Yes. Right. Like, of course the fans love that coach. Mm-hmm. And then someone says something that's taken the wrong way. It's like interpreted as, oh, I never liked the guy. Mm -hmm. And then he has to clarify later, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I can imagine a situation where if someone said, hey, I didn't like the guy that won us a cup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you might get booed. I mean. And he said it without a reason, right? Right. This wasn't like a Babcock thing where he said, hey, this guy's kind of a dick. Uh You know, he just said, no, I didn't like him. Or it came across as, no, I didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But it's. I don't know. I feel like context is important here. And like, this is not just your, your star this, or this is your, one of your star players. And he's, he's saying that he's, I'm pretty sure he's been to an all-star game and, um, and just take a moment, just take a moment to think about maybe where he's coming from. And that's the problem I have here. They immediately went and pointed fingers and was like, screw this guy. You know what I mean? And let's boo him. Even though he's on, on your team, he loves playing in St. Louis. That's the problem I have. Like nobody had the patience here to just, Take a chill pill and maybe analyze the situation, and then, and then maybe give a you know rational response. I think asking fans to be rational is a losing discussion. Yeah, yeah. has nothing to do with St. Louis. Yeah, fans of any team yeah. sport asking fans to be rational about their own team. Yeah, is- we can sit here and pretend that uh that you know fans aren't emotional or whatever. It's just a game, but like some people live and die by the shit. So, and that's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you want to boo boo. Yeah. You know, what would have been a perfect response from Kairou is, uh, his only game. Well, you have to be mad. (laughs) Then Briss call him quote. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been perfect. Perfect situation for this, but, but, but no, no, just boo him. No, let Briz have that moment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's immortal. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I sounds like the fans have forgiven him. I would hope so after putting up three pieces in, mm-hmm. in the next game. I don't know. Very yeah. weird situation, in my opinion. Before we uh, move off this story, can I just make a meta comment? Yeah. Do you see what happens when players actually speak their mind? Oh, we yeah. End up, we end up talking yes, about it. Yeah. And this is great. Yeah. I love, this is what I want to talk about, not the freaking Department of Player Safety. Yeah. Like, every, every show we start with uh, talking about, you know, things and league culture is one of them um league culture ladies and gentlemen you speak your mind and immediately get booed for it so i mean that's not what i'm saying i'm saying this that's what i'm saying i'm saying this in a positive way Mm -hmm. of look a player uh spoke up and he created a lot of media a lot of buzz yeah jordan Cairo, like his profile just raised up yeah right like were we talking about jordan Cairo this season no you know no but like that's the wrong reasons to talk about him in my opinion okay it's gossipy right like it's just I, I'd love to talk about the highlight reels. That's, that not, he put that's up. not his fault. He said what he what was on yeah. his mind, and you we all took it as gossip. Yeah, that you can't put that on Cairo. Yeah, all I'm saying is NHL players speak your mind. It you know generates a lot of buzz for your league. Yeah, and a lot of positive engagement. This is the type 
maybe this is a negative light. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know it, if this is positive. Yeah, I want to say, I'd say positive in the sense that this is a type of discussion we should be having about a sports team. So you're saying there's the problem Comments, is there's no sp- discussion at all. Or the discussion is about freaking, oh, we banned Pride Tape. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. At least now we're talking about relationships between a player and a coach. Yeah. I just love that because yeah. that's, that's what sports is. That's, that's what we want. Got we, it. Got it. Okay. This is a hot goss podcast. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I was good. Yeah. Okay. From that perspective, yes. Um, not exactly the most positive situation, but yeah, talking about something that's not, yeah. <laughs> actually talking about sports. Yes. Actually talking about something sports related and some stuff that happens in the locker room and not off the ice all the time. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. That would be Look nice. Look at what the NBA and the NFL talk about. That's what it yeah. is all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Or it's Draymond Green punching a guy. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> let's not talk about it. <laughs> All right, shall we move on to the next story? Yeah. Ottawa Senators have fired their head coach, DJ Smith. Uh, Jacques Martin hired as interim head coach. Yeah. Um, assistant Davis Payne was also fired. And replacing the assistant is Daniel Adf- Alfredson, mm-hmm. franchise le- points leader of the Ottawa Senators. And generally, while owner Eugene, previous owner Eugene Melnick uh, was around, Alfredson was kind of estranged from the organization. You didn't really yep. see him. And now with the new owner, Michael Anlauer, Alverson's here He's on back. the bench as an assistant coach. Yep. Um, Shock Martin as well was the previous head coach of the Ottawa Senators from 1996 to 2005 mm-hmm. and is the winningest head coach in Senators history. Yeah. So bringing back some fan favorites in uh, Martin and Alfredson. Yeah. Hopefully this one doesn't follow, follow up with some booze, but I think this is like a good thing. Oh, come on. It's Daniel Alfredson. Yeah. I don't think they're booing him. Yeah, I would hope not. I mean, yeah, we'll see. But <laughs> I think, no, I think overall this is a good thing. And, and I, I think we, we've talked about in the past, you know, about Ottawa Senators being, being a team that's just like one of those frustrating teams to watch because it's like, yo, just get it together. Ever since 2017, was it that the run, the 2017 run? Yeah, the, Carlson's uh, broken foot. Yeah, to the conference final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever since then, I, I, it's just been bad publicity following around Ottawa, whether it's just, you know, Matt Duchesne drama or the Uber ride or, or, you know, anything like it's just, it's just bad. So I feel like almost a clean house is kind of needed. New owners is a good thing too. Yeah. I mean, talking about clean house, now you fired the head coach and previously this year you fired the general manager. Yes. So this is now clean slate, clean slate. This is your guys. Yeah. So all that drama of, you know, we talked about the gambling acquisitions. Oh yeah. That too. Uh, we talked about, you know, the whole contract situation that followed with it. Um, this weird signing of Tarasenko that we were kind of confused about in the preseason. Hopefully that's all gone. Yeah. Right. This is your guys. You have to start selling a vision now mm-hmm. and you better do it soon because senators are last in the division. Yeah. I, so I have a question and do you think this is, um, do you think this is more of like a, a turning point? Like, or maybe the question actually is not that this is a turning point, but do you think they should have cleaned house earlier? Do you think they should have got the coach rid of the coach alongside the GM um, and assistant coach? Well, the GM I think was fired for that specific incident, right? With the yes. Pinto management and yes. all that things that we talked about. Yeah. Um, the head coach from what I've gathered, hasn't been great mm-hmm. since he got there. And I think they were um, chanting fire DJ, the fans yeah. for a while. And I think if you showed up as a new owner and immediately ripped out the guts, I think you might have alienated some fan base, you know? Kind of like a reign of terror type. Yeah, but now that you've, they've seen, okay, it's not working, or mm-hmm. uh, given it enough time, plus you as an owner now have gotten 
a few months and you have some standing, right? Yes. You understand yeah. how the thing works, right? If you just rip out the guts right away, you have um, the risk of destabilizing some processes, yeah. right? Like, I don't know, even at your, our personal work or whatever, right? We don't work in hockey or anything. Yeah. But when a new manager or a new director comes in, immediately changes everything. Doesn't that bother yeah. you? Yeah. You're like, bro, at you just point, got here. Yes. At that point, you're like immediately applying for jobs later that night. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, you don't know if you're going to be next. Yeah. You know, all that. But now the way Michael Anlauer has handled this, I think he's gotten his footing. He found out where all the skeletons are. And now he's ripped out the problem areas. Yeah. So fine and dandy till now. But now there's also a little bit of a pressure on him that whatever you replace it with has to be better. Yes. Because if it's worse, then, then you, you lose you're everyone. You're on the hot seat, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I always did wonder that because for a while there was, um, there was a, let's call it a protest, I guess you could say, um, against Eugene Melnick, previous owner of the centers, where like fans were fully abandoning the team and, and the game, financially, at least. Um, like they wouldn't, a lot of empty seats and stuff like that. And they were like, we're not coming back until Melnick's out. And, you know, it's unfortunate the the way Melnick, the reason Melnick is not owner anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think like, yeah, if, if if he replaces them with something that's worse or replaces them with personnel that's worse, I could kind of see another another one of those protests happening from fans. It'll be a losing hope situation, right? Because, you know, the senators were on this, always on this wave of, Oh, they're about to be good. They're about to be good. Oh, we sold everybody. Yep. Oh, they're about to be good. They're about to be good. Oh, we sold everybody. That's, that's exactly how I feel. Yes. And if that happens again with a new owner, yeah, it's going to be like, that's going to be breaking yeah. for a fan, right? Yeah. At that point, you're like, as a fan, you have to question why you're supporting. Like, I, I'm all for fan loyalty. I'm all in on fan loyalty. You stick by the hard times, but this is like, this is ridiculous. This is like, you stick by the hard you. times when there's intention to get better. Yes. This is like, this is just straight up robbing your time and money as a fan at this point the way melnick ran the team there was no intention to get better yeah it was always like cut costs yeah. type of mentality it's all money here yeah. so and lauer so far has gotten rid of the melnick people yes now that's what i'm saying it's going to be matter a lot mm-hmm. on what he who he brings in do so you do if you, it's sorry if it's martin long term he still has the interim tag mm-hmm. and so be it yeah. but you know there's a lot of coaches in the market yeah okay yeah yeah, well, I was going to say, do you think this is a, um, do you think this is the actual inflection point of this franchise? Do you think things are getting better or do you think this is a, is this the wait and see kind of gamble? It has the potential to be the inflection point. Yeah. Whether it is or not, we won't know until yeah. next year, maybe. Yeah. Because the, even when, with franchises like, let's, let's say Chicago or Pittsburgh, I mean, depending on when you started watching hockey, both of these franchises were on the verge of being no more. Uh, Pittsburgh yeah. especially was on the verge of being moved to Kansas City, I believe it was. And then um, a little bit of ownership change here and there, but mostly being saved by, you know, Crosby. Kid. Yeah, Crosby, Kane, and Taze. And, and these players have saved franchises, f- tr- like, fully. But there was an, a clear inflection point, you could see. Um, maybe this is it. Hopefully it's it. Inflection points are only that clear in hindsight. Yeah. We won't... Sitting here on what is it december 19th Mm -hmm. we're not gonna know yeah we need a crystal ball for that yeah so but i do think that there's there's hope for this like at at the end of the day being successful whatever you want to call that it's more of a probability right and i feel like these are steps to increase that probability yeah so that's what all it is you know 
so far you made good steps, but you got to keep going. Yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. But I think if you're a Senators fan, I think this there's something to be to be said about this. At least you have a lot of good young players. Yeah, Stutzla, Shabbat, yeah, Brandstrom, yeah. The guys up up top are questionable. <laughs> like the, but, there's there's you know there's ambiguity up top, but at least your your on ice roster is sick. It's an entire franchise of potential right now. Yeah, and now you have to capitalize on that. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, you better have the the right guys in the right places, and hopefully something amazing can come out of it. So yep. hold on, Senators fans. It sucks, but like you know, hopefully just a little more. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. hopefully. I yeah. mean, we've said it. Before. We've said it so many times. You yeah, know, but so. hopefully this is the actual. Hopefully. All right, last story for this week. Yeah, Auntie Ranta, goaltender for the Carolina Hurricanes, has been waived, uh, clears waiver waivers, and is assigned to the AHL with the Chicago Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Dell goaltender is on a tryout contract with the hurricanes in his stead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh that's tough. Yeah. Ronta has not been good in about what did I, we were just talking about it before we started recording. I mm-hmm. think like 14 or 15 games played Yeah, has like a eight, five yeah. save percentage. And he was like decent with the, with the coyotes. I, I think that was his previous team for a couple of years and maybe at least four or five years. Yeah, um, I mean, he's been on the canes for a while now. Yeah. Um, since I want to say it was 21. Yeah, it's probably 21. Um, and, and because of that, like he hasn't, he hasn't really been the same, you know, obviously sometimes a change of scenery can, can do great things. Look at Alex to bring cat. Um, but it's, it seems like it's just done the opposite here. And it, it's really sad to see this regression because he, he is a good goalie, but do you think he just needs another change of scenery? I don't know. I, it, it could be that it could be a confidence issue. The problem with being a forward or a defenseman, as opposed to being a goalie that needs to change the scenery, is when you screw up, everyone blames you. And that, at that point, it's a mental game, right? Yeah. Like, it's I just... I mean, goal, being a goalie is all mental. Yeah. It's... At, at the end of the day, you're getting old rubber discs launched towards your head. It's, mm-hmm. And you're going to stand right in front of it. That itself is already a little bit mentally, you know, staggering, let's say. And um, to see it go in over and over again into your net, that's that's it's got to do a number on you know your own confidence and your own abilities so i don't know if it's a change in scenery needed or if it's just maybe some time in the hl to rebuild his confidence would actually do him some some good favors so let me put uh this out into the world Mm -hmm. i have no sources on this this is just my brain saying hey what if we did this jack campbell auntie ranta one for one i i could see it Uh, because both those goalies really need help Mm-hmm. I mean, they've both been relocated to, or not relocated, assigned, uh, to, the assigned to the HL. Yeah. Um, Salaries are very different. Yeah. Uh, so you'd have to do some retention magic to work it out. Yeah. But yeah. Well, what's a, what's a different, cause I know uh, Campbell's getting paid like four plus mil. I yeah, think. Yeah. On Tiranta is 1.5. Okay. Yeah. Quite a lot. So maybe a pick or so. I don't know. Yeah. Or retention to make it even on both sides. Yeah. Who cause, knows? Cause yeah, I, Man, it sucks for Carolina because that that Freddie injury is really hurting them right now. But at the same time, Carolina is a team that we expected to compete for the cup. Yes, you got to be able to, you got to have a decent backup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Aaron Dell situation. Is that so? I, I had no idea about that. Is that a recent development? Is that a um? Yeah, this this was a couple of days ago. Okay, but this is just a tryout, got so it. he's not signed yet. Got it. But yeah, yeah, I because I, I didn't even know he was still in the league, or if he was, he, he wasn't until now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's Dell has been has proven that he can uh, handle some adversity, and like he has, you know, glimpses of of being a solid goaltender, and I think right now that's 
kind of what Carolina needs. I mean, and just to stop the bleeding. Who knows? I think giving him a tryout is fine, but we'll have to see what he does. Like yeah. his last couple stints, I think in Buffalo weren't great. I think I was in Toronto. Or did he go from Toronto to Buffalo? I forgot the order. Okay. Whichever team he was there last with, mm-hmm. and then um, he's also just getting older. Yeah, so, that too. Aaron Dell, I don't think is a long term answer. Of course not. No, this he's is, not. It's a desperation yeah. move. Yeah. So this is just adding another team that's desperate for a goalie. Mm-hmm. What has happened this year? It feels like the flat cap. I, well, I guess Boston and New York just took all the good goalies, and <laughs> yeah, Boston's got two of them. Cam Talbot. Uh, Rose from the dead. Yeah, Rose from the dead. Jonathan Quick decided to leave his team and go to the other side of the country and uh, be amazing again. Yeah. Like, who knows? You know, yeah. Gold, modern goaltending. I think we talked about this when Vegas won the cup, too. Like, having a goaltender like a Vasilevsky, who's just great year after year after year, is more and more rare. I feel like it is. Yeah. You just have to find yeah. a goalie that's hot, sign them to a cup winning team, and go ride. Yeah. I Do you remember when Carey Price was was the Dominic Hasek of the league. Yeah. And even then, he I don't think he fully played out his contract, but I, I think he retired, I, or he's... I think he's technically on LTIR, but okay. I don't think he's going to play again. I don't think he's... Yeah. So basically, he's done, is what we're saying. Yeah. And he didn't finish his contract, and he was truly at the top of his game. And before he, he left, he was he just finished a cup final. Yeah. Unfortunately, he didn't win, but, you know, the point is, he's been amazing for so long. And... You know, it's just, it's hard to be that good of a goalie for that long. It's just, it's just hard. Yeah. And so this is where going back to the whole confidence thing, I, I feel like maybe Auntie Ranta in the HL would actually be a decent, you know, solution mm-hmm. while Della kind of takes over. Della is really there to stop the bleeding. So, yeah. So Dell and Kochekov is the potential tandem if yeah. he signs. But yeah. yeah. What's the timeline on Freddie getting healthy again? I don't remember. I don't think they've given one. I haven't seen anything publicly. Yeah. I was going to say, like, it's, I feel like he's been out since, like, the first week or something like that. Or he's been out since early in the season, so. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Anderson only played six games this year. Man. Yeah. First week or so. Yeah. yeah. First two weeks, maybe. But mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, hopefully hopefully GMs can start striking deals. Trade deadline's coming up in a couple months. Yeah. Goal, I feel like we're going to see a lot of goalies being flipped. They got to move them quick because the uh, holiday freeze is coming up. What, what's it? So during the holiday freeze, uh, GMs are not allowed to trade players for like oh, oh, that a week one. or yes, so, yes, just yes, so yeah. that they're not moving during Christmas. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah. So you could do it then, or I mean, traded line's not far. Yeah, I again, I do think we're going to see a lot of goalies being moved. Um, who knows? Like, I do you think Blackwood or something would be big see, trade bait or something I yeah don't know. you're gonna hear about um we banked a few episodes for the holidays where we do talk about blackwood and some of the other teams but the sharks could move blackwood yeah the other name that we mentioned is john gibson yes the i'm other surprised one, he hasn't been traded yet yeah i i don't know i've been saying john gibson for years yeah like, i mean the, if you're the, ever gonna do it now is the time yeah the huge the potential the upside of having gibson traded especially in a season like this where there's so much need for goalie mm-hmm. anaheim should trade him this year yeah the other one is Karel Vamelka yeah. from Arizona because Connor Ingram is kind of taking that net. So yeah. maybe you could afford to trade Vamelka. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, who knows? Yeah, it's um, hard to say. Detroit has three goalies. Maybe they get rid of one. Yeah. It's funny that it really does seem like a situation where there's a couple teams with all the good goalies and then scarcity everywhere else in the yeah. league. So uh, assuming they're actually trying to compete. If you're, if you're a bottom dweller and you're 
And tending see, to be that's different. There's very few teams that are true, like out of the playoffs teams yeah. and have a good goalie. Yeah. So like outside of the Sharks, I, I can't think of one. Yeah. You think Bennington's ever going to get traded or is he kind of stuck there now? Uh, I don't know, but they do have two goalies in St. Louis, mm-hmm. but they're also not clearly out of the playoffs. They yeah. could go for it. Yeah. If they're going to go for it. They're going to keep them, right? Yeah. Same with Arizona. They could go for it. Yeah. So who is a team that's like completely out and has a good goalie? Yeah. The Sharks, maybe Montreal. Yeah. Montreal also has three goalies, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess we'll see. I If there's anything you should be watching for at the trade deadline, go for goalie watch. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's going to be a hot one this season. Yep. So. All right. Uh, you got anything else for this episode? No, I think that was pretty solid. Yeah, and uh, this is going to be our last uh, live, quote unquote, live yeah. episode um, of this week of this year. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, we have recorded a holiday roundup for you guys to one coming out over Christmas week and one coming out over New Year's week, where we go through each and every team in the league, give our thoughts, and we rate each team thumbs up, thumbs down. You know what I just realized we should have done? What? Instead of giving thumbs up and thumbs down, we should have said uh, toys or coal in the stocking. Oh, dang it. All right, we're going to have to re-record it. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it over. Just so it's just like over. Yeah. randomly in the middle, it just says toys. Yeah, just AI generated. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the TikTok voice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for that where we're going to do our little holiday roundup. And then uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with mm-hmm. our regularly scheduled. We'll talk Winter Classic. Oh, we'll yeah. talk lead up to the All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff is coming. So enjoy your holidays and we'll have some pre-recorded episode outs for you. But this has been Glass Seats. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, and Google. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. For those last two platforms, at Spud Network Podcasts is the handle where you can watch this show. You can catch all of our other shows. Wherever you watch or listen to us, if you can leave a like, comment, subscribe, review, rating, whatever it is, helps us grow the show. And uh, enjoy your holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. We'll see you later. Peace.